Hey, hello, and welcome to another episode of VR Download, a weekly show that we broadcast live on YouTube and podcast stuff, things that are still up and running. That's definitely for sure. Hi, uh, I am your host, Kyle. Let's see who we have over here to my left. Ian Hamilton coming to you from Arkansas. I have controllers this week. I usually like using hand tracking. David Heaney. And uh, if you've been living under a rock, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Oculus are down. Facebook's domain names no longer exist on the internet. Like everyone else did, because I couldn't get on Facebook or Instagram, I immediately went on to Twitter. When you go on to Twitter, the little box where you type in what you're going to tweet, it says, what's happening? And I'm like, what a profound default statement to have right now. What is happening? We don't know. We just don't know. Yeah, so we're in here. It's it's okay. We've got some great news for you today, some fun stuff. Let's just dig straight into that. First on our news agenda, AMD CEO, global chip shortage, it's easy for me to say, will likely end In the second half of 2022, the global chip supply shortage, a major bottleneck of PC VR growth, will likely end in the second half of 2022, according to AMD CEO Lisa Su, who just recently told that to CNBC. Okay, so this is one chip manufacturer, AMD, pretty big one, obviously, saying that at the end, H2, half two, second half. So is that like August, September, October of next year? That's a pretty substantial wait. That's a whole nother year from now. What do yeah, we know about they, this? Yeah, this is something that's been affecting all technology products and even cars. A lot of car manufacturers right now are having to scale back their production because they just can't get those chips. It's also stopping new technology products from launching because if you're a hardware startup and you try to buy the chips that you need, you may be told, sure, we can deliver them to you in 16 months or 18 months or sometimes even longer. And this has been an issue since early 2020. And one of the things I really don't think people have talked about much is how much this is likely affecting the growth of PC VR. Because one of the things that is the hardest to get is a graphics card. AMD CEO making this statement is significant. NVIDIA also is in the same situation. And if you really want to buy an AMD or NVIDIA card, you can, but at a highly inflated price. We haven't seen those cards readily available at their actual intended price point since they launched to be honest and usually you expect that in the first month of a graphics card launch if it's a high demand product but we're at the point where if you're a quest owner and you want to get into pc vr or if you have a pc and you want to upgrade it for vr your main constraint now is just being able to actually buy one and that's something i don't even think we talk about enough when we're talking about the likes of the steam hardware survey and and whether PC VR should be expected to grow anytime soon. It's funny you said that this is hindering the growth of PC VR. That indicates that there is growth possible in PC VR. And I think a lot of people are still actively debating whether or not PC VR will continue to grow. What do we think? Will PC VR actually benefit once all these chips are available again? Hmm. Keeney and I talk quite a lot about what is the size of the PC market in comparison to this uh, standalone market that Facebook is so so zeroing in on. And we, we, it is such a great add-on to a quest to get a PC. But I, I think that we need to talk about Steam Deck, and we're going to come back to that. It's just, I think of Steam Deck as a new PC on the market, and one of the few examples of a new PC on the market and it's built into this portable form factor. And it's really hard to gauge how big of an impact that's going to be on this whole equation. Is that Are those PC people who are wanting to test something new out? Are those people who would have bought Switches? Like who, who are actually buying those handhelds and how many millions do they actually get out on the market? And how do, are those people not buying something else instead? is going to have a big impact on how, I don't know, uh, whether we see other products that could make use of all these chips that are so hard to come by. I think there's some pretty blurred lines at this point as to whether or not the Steam Deck is actually considered a, a PC. It's a um, PC. It's a PC. It, I think we, we haven't had our hands though, on well, it, but like... Is yeah, the Switch a also a PC? It's more PC, I would argue, than the Quest is, even though I wrote that edit- editorial about 
how the Quest is becoming a PC. You can replace the OS. Is that correct, Heaney? On Steam Deck, yeah, you can install whichever OS you like. Valve pre-installs it with SteamOS, their distribution of Linux, but you can put Windows on it. But I think it's I'm going to put Windows ME on it. See how that works. Windows and, ME. And to be clear, Oculus Go. When Oculus Go's OS changes, when that root access comes through, will you be able to do the same on Facebook's first standalone headset? Yeah, you'll be able to install. You'll be able to modify the the os and install one on because as carmack said the bootloader will be open as well which means you're no longer restricted from only installing facebook's android based os because it, it'll no longer check for Facebook's signature so it really depends what people do with it it's one of those things where when it's made available for hackers to come in and use a device how they like and install what they like on it sometimes nothing comes from it and sometimes you see a small group of dedicated people do amazing things with it so i don't think we can know yet until someone actually really tries to see what they can do with Go. But it's actually promising because if it's if this open version of the Oculus OS is packaged in a way that allows other drivers to be put in, we could even see extra hardware being added to Go. Maybe people might be able to swap out the hardware. That's, and it's, it's really interesting to see if it could perhaps become a kind of hacker maker dev kit for standalone VR. But that's all speculative for now, to be clear. And, and Heaney, you are absolutely correct. Having some experience with hacking and modifying Android devices, and hello to the XDA forum visitors there as well. It, it is all about the drivers, getting the drivers to talk friendly on the new device. But I, I want to hope that Carmack might feel the need to nurse this process along a little bit, maybe make some uh, additions to it other than just having it be uh, rootable, open source, all of that. Not open source, but I, I have a feeling that with the bootloader being unlocked, there will be an open source operating system put onto it. Who knows? But yeah, I think it's a great question, Ian, and I'm very excited to dust off my Go and see what comes from that. So where do we want to go from here? I want to say hello to a few people that are jumping in. Uh, Neo blue lightning yes you jumped in at the right time obviously to listen to my nonsensical comment about putting windows on me on uh, steam deck and yeah do we have anything more we want to talk about with the chips really uh, yeah Heaney, do you have anything to add i think we've it's like one of those things where yeah. we'll see how it actually lands how big yeah. when this time it actually shakes out on fixing all this as far as getting all those new products ready to go Everything we, I, I don't know, Heaney and I go back and forth on this, where, where there's a gap between what people hope for and what actually is, is going to happen. And it seems if there weren't, wasn't a ship shortage, people are hoping Christmas 2022 is when a whole bunch of new VR headset hardware launches. But there's less of a reason for those new releases if there isn't a, an install base to sell to of whether it be consoles or pcs if people can't go out and get devices to to pair with their headsets i'm wondering how yeah apple has like the power to go and get a very big device made but other than that smaller players might have a hard time coming by components in this kind of ecosystem for a long time still to come yeah, the big players like Apple and Facebook are able to secure orders long in advance and use their kind of scale to make orders that smaller players can't do. And I think that's one of the real tragedies of the chip shortage is that while these big companies have been able to launch new products, the smaller companies simply can't. We're just we're not seeing the level of new hardware entries that we would be without it. And I think it's actually interesting that Lynx, which is their Kickstarter, is launching tomorrow, the AR VR headset that will be priced at $500. They've mentioned that they actually had to order their chips long, long in advance. So I wonder what kind of links-like devices we could see in future. Just to go back on your Steam Deck point, though, I think what's really interesting about that is what someone else pointed out here in the comments when they were purchasing a gaming laptop, is that one of the only ways to actually get a graphics card right now is to buy a pre-built desktop and to buy a laptop. So we're seeing that pre-built market grow a little bit, which is obviously a little bit counter to the idea of being able to build your own pc and upgrade your own pc but even with those pre-builds we're now seeing them pushed out and the steam deck for example if you order a new steam deck right now you will not get it until the second half of 2022 so 
it's interesting you, to see how that date kind of lines up with AMD's CEO. I'm curious, Heaney, or this if a, a manufacturer like Dell or HP came out and said, "Here's we're going to price a new PC that's uh, I don't know a thousand dollars." And it'll be bundled with an Oculus Quest 2. Is that something you think Facebook would do now? Or would it confuse people too much about what that device is capable of? We saw that actually happen with the Rift yeah. S and, and the, the Rift, sorry, the original Oculus Rift, where it was bundled at 999 with a PC. But the problem is, and the reason I don't think Facebook wants to do it, is there are very few people who are going to at the same time buy a Quest 2 and a PC. And this is Oculus kind of expected back in the day when they were launching this Rift in 2016, that lots of people would go, oh, I'm going to get VR and a PC. But the reality is most people that are getting into VR either do it because, into PC VR, either do it because they would try a Quest first and then upgrade or they're existing PC gamers. There just isn't this huge market of people who currently don't own a gaming PC that are going to buy it just for today's VR. So the more sort of natural progression is that they get a Quest first, they play this content, maybe they get into VR chat and they hear people talking about just how much better it is on PC and they see all the avatars that don't load for them because not all avatars actually load on Quest. And they say, oh, you know what? I might want to play Half-Life Alex or Skyrim VR Fallout. I'm going to go buy a PC. So bundling it doesn't really make sense, and I doubt Facebook will do it again. You guys remember when uh, VR ready stickers <laughs> were on the PCs, and uh, I don't, do they still do that? I don't know. Is there still VR ready stickers? Who paid for that yeah. campaign? But the, you're bringing up VR chat and all the, all the VR all the VR chat avatars not loading on resource starved devices it really makes me think about what sort of conversations probably are happening or have happened between VR chat and probably Mark Zuckerberg or Andrew Bosworth themselves discussing metaverse topics of how these avatar systems are going to talk to one another as a format going forward this is such an interesting demonstration of where we are with that it'll be interesting to see if facebook sticks with its idea of human self-like avatars only or if it goes with vr chats approach of anything that you want it's just a standard brm model format you can be a giant dinosaur if you want or a paperclip it'll be interesting to see whether facebook takes that approach or not Hey, in the early days of VR chat, I was a shark. I was a shark and I just swam around. And for those of you that remember, it was good, the good old days, right? Are the chips, this is something that's a, a year away. We think, we hope, based on one person's comment to one news source, we might have chips somewhere just, just out there. We, yeah. I was going to say, just to be clear, this one person is the CEO of AMD. They probably know what they're talking about. Probably a pretty valid source. Yes. I'm not saying otherwise. I'm just saying it's just one person. The, the, the We need to contact Disney and have them do a what if episode. And the, the what if episode could be what if there was no shortage and uh, what type of headsets and hardware and the volume of them and how much they would have saturated the market. I, I think the watcher would be able to tell us some interesting things about that particular uh, scenario, but we'll know. Well, we don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens in a year. We'll go from Mandy. Are you guys ready to flow into this next story? Are you ready? Are you ready? All right, here we hey. go. HTC reveals more Vive Flow teaser images ahead of its reveal event. What is this thing? Obviously, it would have to be something that would fit inside that container. That's all we really know. There'd be no value to a container unless something would fit inside of it. The tagline for this event, which is October 14th, I believe, is go with the flow. And so as soon as we saw this announced, we said, let's have a see if we can find out what this is. And we looked at HTC's recent trademarks and we noticed that in August, they actually trademarked the, the term Vive Flow. So that's why we think this product is probably called Vive Flow. If it is a product, we don't know at all what's being announced. All we have is these images of some sort of tube with a Vive logo on it. So I don't know if HTC is trolling us or if this is the case for the product. Trademarks have a statement of use where they kind of vaguely describe using predefined category names what the trademark is for. And companies intentionally keep this very vague so that they can use the trademark for as many things as reasonably possible. And I'm sure they have lawyers they talk to for exactly 
how vague they can make it and still get away with it. But ViFlows actually uses the same category names as ViFocus, HTC's standalone headset range, including computer simulated reality head-mounted display device, but it adds two new little phrases, augmented reality and mixed reality. So that seems to suggest that this is either a controller or a headset slash glasses of some sort. And based on the size of this thing in all of HTC's preview images, putting two and two together, my guess, and, and this really is a guess, is that these are some sort of glasses and that that is the container for the glasses. So the best so, theory that I've heard so yes. far, just really quickly, is that what come that Vive Flow is actually a service, and in order to log into the service, you open this up, and there's a AOL floppy diskette inside, and you pull it out, <laughs> and you install it on your computer. That that's the best theory I've heard so far. All nothing is off the table. We have no idea. But Ian, give us some more valid information. I guess it's you know, there's there one of two things. Like there's one is far more interesting than the other, right? Their, their answer to the Ray-Ban sunglasses could come in this just otherwise charging case, basically. This could be the charging case for HTC's answer to the Ray-Bans. And, oh, he threw up the image, man. There's, so to, to, to describe for the people who are on the audio podcast, there's a person eating popcorn there. And there are this case, this thing is sitting there. You can see like the screw cap top of this lid thing. And they're watching TV. Are they watching TV on a big screen, sixty-inch virtual, 60 screen? virtual t- augmented reality glasses? And this is the photoshopped case sitting next to the person. Is that the proposed use case that they're hinting at here? I Anything that's not interesting to me if it doesn't have super tracking at this point in time, which is what we consider the difference between smart glasses and kind of AR is whether it's got six-off tracking is a big part of that. But then there's the other VR-based glasses. If they could fit VR-based glasses into this case and it's a charging case or there's some use for the lid with the glasses that are actually inside the case, that becomes interesting to me. But what do you think of that, Heaney? I I think that the container is too small to be a VR headset unless they've achieved something remarkable, unless they've really innovated beyond what any of us have expected. We did see a Vive Proton concept from HTC a year ago, which looked like it used micro displays based on the size of it and would be quite a lot smaller than what you in Quest 2. But even still, that wouldn't fit into a case like that. I, I do think it's probably some sort of smart glasses. And I guess, you know, as you say, and that is the question, are these AR glasses or are they glasses that just show you a screen in front of your face? Because in Asian countries like South Korea and Japan and China, that's actually started to become a thing where you do get these glasses that have a floating screen in front of you and you can connect your phone and put up YouTube and Twitch and it's like having a 60-inch TV. But the problem is without tracking, that TV is locked to your face. So you move forward and it comes with you and you move and it comes with you, just like an Oculus Go or a Google Cardboard where you're not really in the world, it's locked to your head. This wouldn't be in your room. But if HTC can manage to add positional tracking to this, and you can point to a wall and have the TV kind of appear on the wall, they're going to be the first ones to launch that kind of product in the West, which would be very interesting. Because for consumers. Facebook, for consumers. Yeah, there's, no, there's no glasses product for, for consumers or otherwise that can do that in the West. There's, there are AR headsets and they're or goggles yeah, that's or whatever true. you call them. That's true. Not, not, not glasses for sure. Can, can I make a quick observation that. here? I've noticed I'm noticing a couple things here that actually solidify that theory is that it's for passive consumption is number one, she's holding popcorn and not controllers are trying to interact or anything like that. Number two, notice that every time they show the person, this little puck needs to be right next to them or close by. I'm wondering if it's some sort of transmitter. Like it's some sort of go between a phone or another device and that this thing is like the the intermediary, the bridge between the device and the headset, whatever it is. That would definitely take away a lot of the processing needs from uh, a, really a headset, which would make it a lot smaller. I don't know. That's just an idea. Yeah, that could be the compute unit for whatever this product is. It could be 
that's actually a very clever idea if they can manage to pull that off. Because as you say, it would be always with you if you're holding the device anyway, and you just pop it off, and then it could mm-hmm. wirelessly transmit the data, yeah. and it would remove the need for a phone. Because one of the big problems we've seen with the NREL glasses, which are available in Spain, Germany, South Korea, Japan, is that it only supports for its full functionality this tiny list of Android phones and even like very specific submodels of these phones. So we've heard HTC talk about the idea of tethering your phone to a product like this someday, but maybe they've decided, you know what, let's actually get this out to the biggest market possible, including iPhone users, and just build the compute right in. That, that would be clever if they can pull it off. Although you with know, HTC, there's always a chance that we're overanalyzing this and the product will be well, I want to believe that it's cooler than what they're showing. Maybe the reason we can't see the connectors is because they're on the bottom underneath. We never see the bottom of this thing. What if this is just a media hub and it is Y-Gig? transmitting because we know that the Y gig wireless for the uh, the other Vive headsets exists it's a thing i have one it could be very easy that company that created that for them has shrunk it down and stuck it in this and you fill this thing up with all your 3d movies and it's just transmitting and you are uh, consuming media it's all very passive here she she's not interacting with anything at no point is there any interaction shown in any of these images i think this is the what is it video consumption but it's probably sixed off and you could probably snap it on there somewhere and i just again neither of you we've gone back and forth is this a transparent display or an opaque display yes has to be transparent and that's in that size you could not fit an opaque if that image is not horribly out of scale if that's anything like the true scale there's no way they fit an opaque display system in a case that size not with today's technology. I don't know. Don't, don't clip that. I don't know. If, if it's have, micro it displays, be, it be a true and, breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and what's I mean, wrong I with that? Right? I mean, HTC's allowed to do that. The case right? is to scale even in this own image. Does that cap look like it fits on that actual thing? I don't think so. This stuff is not. Mm. It's hard. To I, I don't want. I don't want to. Steel seems. It's it, somebody, some ad agency Photoshop. That, that's some guy sitting or girl sitting at a desk making Photoshops for the ads. So this is an HTC trying to, we don't want to judge them based on their advertisement choices. I've been in that seat, so I know, <laughs> I get it. I don't, want, I don't want to knock on the bad Photoshop job uh, because it's not bad. It's just, scale could be weird. Remember the cover of, or the poster from Ready Player One? Uh, where his leg looked like oh, it was the leg. Yeah, the six leg feet on the long on its own. Over. It's all yeah. about perspective. Camera perspective can change very drastically. So I don't want to get too hung up on that. But I do want to get hung up on the fact that, that thing, that lid, is doing something. It is critical to that component. This is hollow, but that lid is critical to whatever it is that this headset is going to do. If it's even a headset. What if it's a pair of headphones that fold up? It's just audio. I mean, yeah, flow has a musical suggestion. It to does. It could be a music player and, and type. You know, could be meditating or just sitting there. I think I have that sweatshirt actually. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. it's not great. Photoshop is what the is what someone in the comments say, and and I just need to, I just need eh. to agree. So who knows? Do we know anything more about? this though other than the speculation that's been running rampant through social medias that are still up and operating the only other thing we know is the phrase they gave was expect big things in a small package so huh i guess the case really is small if they're promoting it as that but yeah no i just i think i can't see any way that this isn't glasses it seems pretty on the nose at this point especially given that trademark I'm stoked. I'm excited. Whatever this is, I, I already want to buy it. I don't even know what it is, but I want to buy it. And that's how I, I, it's either over sensationalized and we're all going to be horribly disappointed, or it's going to actually be something really cool and we're all going to be standing in line waiting to go get it. It's, uh, uh, yeah. I didn't, Carmack. I mean, isn't there a belief that there is like a market for a, a really slim media viewer headset and, and go vacated that market when it went away at $200. There's, you know, I'm curious what the price I'm, I'm That's always the missing component with anything HTC does these days is 
what is the actual price out the door for this thing you're offering? Because I do have a little bit of everything in their product lineup. It's just when you start adding up the, the totals, the math becomes very hard when you compare it to other solutions. $399, 3 doff doesn't mount to a wall. Like the image itself doesn't stick to a wall. So uh, it's basically no better than... The and it comes with the puck. Area. It comes with the puck as like your. The, 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 yeah. How do you get things onto the? Through a USB C port on the bottom of it. That's my prediction. That do charges from, and transfers. Do I load it the, from an app on my phone? Do I, do I, I, I think an app would be most likely given pretty much every device like that these days. It's a companion app that, that usually controls it. Hmm. So I, I can load up like a, a gigabyte of, I, I could see, like load up a couple gigabytes of video files onto the thing and then watch that on my big screen. Basically, yeah, yeah. I, I think I it's interesting that, that this mm-hmm. is. It's. I think based on this marketing, we'd say it is a consumer curious. device, which CCC hasn't done in quite a while. Yeah, yeah. They we used just, to do. To phones, be clearer, we just made that. all of that up. Hypothetical, oh, everything. Absolutely, that was just me, just like ranting about the possibilities. And the whole idea of that puck being a transmitter of some sort, I've been stewing on that for about a day or two while I stare at all the images because the core theme is that you're sitting, you're relaxing, you're not doing anything else other than maybe eating popcorn. It's You're in chill mode. It's It doesn't have to be anything more because it seems like it's a seated experience. So we're getting back to the old school, the way Oculus pushed the original VR consumer headsets. It's a seated experience. And as a result, it only needs to be three DOF because you're not getting you know, three degrees of freedom because you're not getting up and walking around. There doesn't need to be any hand tracking. And since you're not moving, it doesn't have, have to have any cameras, but it should have a sensor. Maybe that's what it'll be. You can put something on the wall and it'll stay there as you move your head around. But... So it'll always stay like floating out in front of you. Getting cut yeah. off with your field of view as you turn yeah, it around. Yeah. And if you get it just yeah. in the center of your view, it looks nice mm-hmm. and big. Yeah. yeah so that, I, I would say that at three ninety nine. So with the six off for that sort of thing, I think yeah. that's what we're suggesting. Yeah. That starts to become nice. interesting. But what if it's yeah. six ninety nine or eh? Value, man. Those features do not uh, allot me that amount of money for that amount of experience. I need more experience than just a three doff passive video streaming experience. Yes, it's novel, but not six ninety nine novel. Don't know. Don't know. If you think about it, there's a bunch of things that Facebook with the Ray-Ban stories didn't. It's, it's input. And I'm not going to get into all this again, because there is audio <laughs> as well. I, I, I step back from that, but it's about, Con- capturing images and and maybe HTC is taking the other side and say, okay, fine, if you're going to snap stuff, we're going to show stuff. And having this wireless transmitter, which again is all speculation. I'm just making stuff up, so don't run with this. It- it's possible that between the two of them, it's like Jack Spratt and his wife, betwixt the both of them, they licked the platter clean. It's very possible that they're both taking different sides and that eventually those will because how mean, many times have we said that a headset, like, this headset does this great, this headset does this great, this headset does, and just amalgamate all of them into one perfect yeah. headset. Yeah. Yeah, so someone was bringing up the Panasonic glasses, and I remember, I think my take on that with the Panasonic glasses, the one I've shown on my Twitter profile various places, was they needed a platform to back them, and they needed a processing puck of some device, uh, of some kind. So like those types of that, that, that could reasonably fit, I think, in that case, those, that form factor, like that was small enough to fit if you attach them to a pair of glasses and then it has IPD adjustment. And I think they even said back when I saw it, they were working on models with six DOF on them. But if you, if, if you have those sitting on the front of your face and if that cap has attachments or some on the bottom side of it to i don't know strap to the back of your head is that possible is it is, is that could that be a compute unit that you actually wire maybe maybe uh that way i don't know yeah. no it gives them the wild. opportunity to sell a belt clip for it now if they wanted to do that also i'm going to blow your mind even further here what if there's a lighthouse emitter in there that is blasting out ir light that your head that this headset can track 
I know. It's another no. thing that possible. Oh, wait. Oh, you're saying from like a point. Yes. Uh, like you put that. A fixed point. Uh, you have to in your middle set of your play space. Or to the side yeah. of your play space. Pointed uh-huh. at it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's emitting light in a new pattern all over the place. Shining on the on your room. All right. This we've got we've gone off the speculation train a lot. We have, season, haven't we? Yeah. This is, this is pretty season. nuts. Yeah. Just scratch all that. Can we delete all that, Heaney? Let's just start over. All right. So yeah, HCC is doing something called the Vive Flow. Moving on. Yeah. All right, James. Uh, yes, Jimi Hendrix experience. Yes, yes, I am experienced. Ian, do we want to jump? Pass yeah, this. We're Let's move, okay, we're good. On. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next thing. Hopefully, we'll be able to throw an image up because I know whenever we talk about this subject, we always have the image and we like to talk about this. It looks like Valve Index is now the second most used headset on Steam. The Valve Index is now the second most used headset on Steam, having overtaken the Oculus Rift S. Here is our lovely chart. We throw it up. Every time, not throw it up, but we toss it up. Stevie has it here. So we still have the Oculus Quest 2 up at the top, and now the Valve Index is uh, snugly underneath it. Ian, where, where do we want to go from here with this? Yeah, I was. this is a pretty big deal, given the, the, everything we said about the ship shortage. But of course, the problem is Oculus Rift S is no longer on sale. HD Vive is a very old headset. This was inevitable in that kind of circumstances and i think what we're seeing here is valve index could sit there for a while i think at number two but it's in need of an update itself like people want to see some movement there with something added to that platform and i don't know if we're going to see that is do you see something coming in and taking number two away from valve index anytime soon heaney no, as you say, the other contenders there are pretty much all not sold anymore. The Rift S isn't sold. The original Vive isn't sold. The only Windows Mixed Reality headset still sold is the Reverb G2. The Rift isn't sold. The Quest isn't sold. The closest you get that actually is still sold and bought by people is the Vive Pro 2. And I have to say, I expect it to maybe do a bit better. Maybe I expect it to do a bit better already. Because in a sense, the, the Vive Pro 2 kind of has taken the Index headset's place in that the Index headset, it's still got best-in-class tracking, it's still got best-in-class audio, but after more than two years, the resolution is a little outdated. Facebook's $300 Quest 2 has higher resolution than this $1,000 headset. And if you get the Vive Pro 2, you get significantly higher resolution than either of those headsets. So while I don't see anything coming for the Index anytime soon, I wonder if what we're seeing is just a reflection of it launching in Australia back in August rather than any longer term trend and i do maybe expect the vive pro 2 now that it has much higher resolution and 120 hertz refresh rate to maybe take index's place in terms of growth at least if not total market share is it weird to anyone else that uh pimax is lower than a console headset that doesn't even really belong on a pc yeah, to play I, steam game is it I, I think I brought that up like in some previous episode. It's yeah. I'm still because what do Pimax owners, if anybody out here in the audience, if you have a Pimax, what are you playing? Where are you consuming? What are you consuming? I, I'm curious because I have a Pimax. <laughs> there are dozens of us. Pimax offers the, the the widest field of view, and if that is the critical thing for you, then that is the headset for you. If that is the key component, but I'm just curious, what are you consuming if you have a Pimax headset? I, I, I want to know. I'd say wide field of view, ball field of view. Yeah, yeah. Something like a flight sim would be excellent for flight no sim. Yeah, I, that's what I've done. Flight sims with a Pimax headset, and it's pretty fun. Racing yeah. sims as well. The, you know, the wider the field of view, the more sense of speed you're going to get from the actual yeah. peripheral vision rushing past you. But the other thing is, the, the wider the field of view the more you're going to get motion sick in a game where you're pushing around a thumbstick. This is something that I've talked about before and a lot of people don't really want to acknowledge, but they'll have to in the future when wider and wider field of view headsets start to get more common. But the idea of the dominant mode of VR interaction being pushing around a thumbstick is not going to work very well when you've got a 180 degree field of view and you feel like you're going to throw up instantly from it. But mm, we'll see how that yeah. works out. I'm really mm. curious to see how, how Arm Swinger develops with system level foveation and like tunneling so if you could really build a system that 
if you're swinging your arms like this just out in front of you and your field of view narrows across every app as you're doing that i'd be curious how comfortable that feels yeah i'm, I'm sure we'll see that but i guess that you know my question is if we're seeing these apps that use the thumbstick movement have to do that are people going to really engage as much with those apps if the apps that use kind of your room scale experience or a cockpit give you that full field of view it'll be interesting to see far too speculative but hopefully we start to see the other manufacturers drive up field of view because as you say the pimax just hasn't got traction due to more the issues with the company itself than the actual product that they offer and the, yeah the other thing i want to bring up here is of course 33 percent being officially one-third like we, it's been hovering there really close to one-third now it's over the Oculus Quest 2 is over the one-third uh, user mark. And honestly, if we see... Do we think it could be 50% by the end of 2021, Heaney? Perhaps not by the end of the year, but I would say at some point next year, if there isn't a serious competitor that the chips at a reasonable price at scale, yeah. Deca Gear actually could be the one sort um, of... the one thing to change that i guess if deca gear can really ship at their intended 400 to 500 dollar price point and they do keep that hp reverb g2 resolution and i don't know new controller i'm gonna go out, i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say check back our episode in january of 2022 and let's check these hardware numbers but i'll place a, a bet with you of i think it could be over 50 percent by then I don't think it ever will, and I'll tell you why. Because there's going to be, as Heaney is basically saying, new contenders in the ring. So uh, smaller, they might still stay in the majority. I don't think anybody's going to deny that. But to hit 50% removes the share from several other headsets here, and new headsets are going to be added to the mix. So I, yeah, 50 I would put money down that it'll never hit 50%. Yeah, I would gladly do that. All right. Yeah, we'll make a bet. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If it hits 50%, I'll shave my avatar's head. Yeah. Oh, the avatars. That's right. I forgot Ooh. about that. Yeah, no. We'll see. I think it'll hit. Okay. okay. That's interesting. Okay. We'll watch it. Yeah. Let's see how it does with the Christmas rush. And that's what I'm saying. Let's get through mm-hmm. of course, all those people <laughs> opening. You're also assuming that their servers are going to come back on someday. <laughs> yeah. Facebook is just gone from existence, right? Like, yeah. 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 It'll be interesting yeah. to see how long that lasts. I think one of the interesting questions for me is, if Quest Pro is a thing that launches in the first half mm. of next year, yep. but the only reason I'm saying that is if it's sometime soon before we know which contenders will go against it, will it be number two? Will we see a situation where you have Quest 2 and Quest Pro? Or will you know some successor to the Index or the Vive Pro 2 manage to keep its own against it? I think that'll be really interesting to see because if Pro does have eye tracking, as is rumored, and it gets up to a reasonable number in the hardware survey, we could see a lot more developers on Steam VR start to support eye tracking and foveated rendering in the apps, which could then help PC headset manufacturers to justify building that in, and we could see a spiraling effect in a positive way. Yeah, I'm excited for eye tracking to come out so that way we can have the conversation of how unnecessary it is because none of the software supports it, and then go through that whole routine again. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. James asking about hope for new hardware being announced at Connect in a few weeks. I just got to refer to our comments that we've actually heard from the mouth of Andrew Bosworth, a future CTO of Facebook, saying no Quest Pro this year and the Quest 2 is going to be your most accessible bet for uh, VR for a while, I think is what he said, a long while or something to that effect. Yeah. So uh, that, that kind of. Given, I always think about Nintendo and Nintendo having to put out just literally the same Switch as before, but now with a bigger screen. I think it's higher resolution, but better screen basically is all they could, yeah, is all they could really do there with the size of the market that the Nintendo Switch could command with a a really high end new product that, that pushes the envelope. If they couldn't get their hands on enough units, of whatever that hardware was needed, whatever that hardware was, how could anybody else is the way I think about it. So I'm not expecting... I I would be more interested in seeing what they announce like in a 
bundling or onboarding your friends type of way. Like they, I could see them truly trying to pull some levers to make the, the Quest 2 a more compelling package this holiday season and trying to push that. Isn't there the buy one, get one free right now? Or am I misremembering that? I think I did see that with the announcement of something. I'm pretty um, sure, yeah. Quest 2 is buy one, get one it was, no, buy one, get it's not free. another. So yeah, not free. Yeah. It's a large discount. It's $100 off of the second $100. one, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook's like, ah, don't tell everybody that. It'll sh- break our servers. What servers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, All right. Man. I'll give you credit well, for that one. You don't get ejected. That was a good one. That was really solid. I think our commenters should thank you for that quality joke. That was pretty well, good. I, I appreciate it. It's my one for this year. Okay. We've had a few people in the chat have been anxious to hear our thoughts and ramblings on this next piece of news. So let's dig into it here. Valve Deckard standalone VR headset is in the works because YouTuber Bradley Lynch found evidence of a Valve standalone VR headset in the Steam VR driver files, and Ars Technica said its sources confirm its existence. All right, are we sure it's not just a replicant? Okay, okay. that's pretty good. We've been talking a lot about replicants and stuff today. We have. Yeah. So I hate to clone a joke from before, but you know, yeah. yeah. Can you break this down for us a little bit on like why this, what we actually know? This is one of those things where there's something here, but how much is speculation at this point? And it, we do this right on the heels of trying to set expectations for Facebook Connect because where our expectations are different for Facebook. Like, I've, I really do feel like Facebook hype train is going to where Apple has been with in the weeks before uh, new iPhones get launched. There's always like crazy rumors for what Apple's going to announce. And I feel like that's going to happen here with Facebook. And here we are at the same time by hearing about Valve getting serious about its potential standalone VR headset. So yeah, Heaney, can you explain where we are with this? Yeah, I've heard some people actually suggest or ponder the idea of has the, have these Valve leaks come out so close to Facebook Connect? For a reason, is it that Valve wants to make clear if you're thinking about a Quest Pro or you're interested in Quest Pro rumors, maybe take a look at what we're working on. But that's entirely speculative and we can't say whether that's true. But I do remember that Index was announced very close to Facebook's event or wasn't it on the actual day of Facebook? I was sitting in the audience at uh, Facebook Connect waiting for Mark Zuckerberg to come out on stage and Valve lifted its embargo for the announcement of the Valve Index headset for that exact moment. Wouldn't it be funny if, because obviously Connect is is virtual, there's no physical place for all of us to go. So we'll all be sitting in front of our computer waiting to watch something come up on the stage, someone to be announced, and or vice versa. And suddenly everybody is watching a, a, a Valve stream instead. And there's just this release of a headset right there at the same time. Pick your side. Which stream are you going to watch? People are dual screening it, getting both. And it's all about stealing thunder. Because if I was Valve, I would do something like that. What are the chances that this could happen that come October uh, 14th, we've got a new Valve headset if that happens? Uh it's it's an interesting way of framing it. It's and it's an interesting kind of. This is where we don't want to let our expectations run away from us, given the moment. But the, that kind of like dream scenario you outlined of that announcement coinciding underscores, I think, where people's fears are or, or where their expectations are with where they think Valve needs to be right now to compete with the product Facebook has actually put out into the market. So if Valve came out and announced in twenty coming 2022, the Valve Deckard standalone platform, and it runs Half-Life Alex, as well as Aperture Hand Labs, and the Steam, you can play the original Labs experiments from 2016, it all runs at frame rate on the standalone headset coming 2022. What does that do to people's buying decisions when they start hearing details about what Sony is building or whether they get a quest this holiday season. Does anyone hold out for buying 
the Valve headset if they actually announced all that. I think given Valve's kind of brand loyalty, a lot of people would. I would caution, I don't, I, I, I can confidently say it's impossible that this that it's going to run Half-Life Alex. I can, I can say that now. And Tyler from Valve News Network actually reports that he, a source of his has told him that Valve is building a new Half-Life game for this headset. Now we can't verify that. Tyler is sometimes right and sometimes wrong. About well, okay, so th- that products. was another like wishful thinking type of like example I was bringing up. But like, what if it isn't even a half life Alex? What if they don't go there, but they actually go to the mattresses? Is it the Godfather references and, and announce Half Life Three at the announcement of Zuckerberg coming out with his new announcements? The reason I, that I throw out that horrible speculation is because that reflects like people getting excited. If people got excited for that idea, it reflects just how badly people want Valve to be invested in this at the level that they're seeing from and the, the, the Valve standalone, if it exists, would reinforce that. There's been that a lot of video desire. There's been a lot of videos out there of people trying to run VR on the Steam Deck. Has anybody put together the idea that there's a Steam Deck and there's Deckard? Steam yeah. Deckard. Is it possible that there could be like this could be powered by the brain from the Steam Deck. What was the Steam Deck price? What what was that? It's three nine nine. Should I run through what we have? Because that is what we have in the kind of details on on this. Should I go should for I run, it? Should I do the rundown? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we we start with you know, as you say, Steam Deck is a handheld handheld device. It has an AMD mobile chip in it. Valve was specifically asked, you know, could this chip work in a standalone VR headset in August and their product designer, Greg Coomer, replied, it would run very well in that environment. And he teased, it's very relevant to us and our future plans. So that's how that's the first hint that of the very idea of Valve working on a standalone headset. They're asked about this mobile chip in Steam Deck, and they say it's very relevant to our future plans. But that brings us to what the YouTuber, sadly, it's Bradley, has been able to find in the Steam VR code base by looking at the sorry not the code base the steam vr drivers so he says that since january alongside valve's code names for index and their other hardware there appeared a new code name called deckard and as you say deckard is obviously the surname of the protagonist in blade runner but it also sounds a lot like it could be a reference to steam deck deckard there was the input driver in Steam VR, had Deckard POCA, and then in June added Deckard POCC. And POC in these kind of devices is almost always going to refer to proof of concept. I, I haven't heard anyone suggest on Bradley's comments or on Twitter or anywhere any other acronym that could be other than proof of concept A and proof of concept C. He then also find a hidden standalone system layer in the steam vr menu and a linux only binary referencing deckard which bradley says tells the device to boot to a default application and so remember as we were discussing earlier steam deck runs steam os which is valve's distro of linux and another thing you find in these in the steam vr files hidden was a reference to a dual tracking mode which seems to suggest that perhaps this device could have two different tracking systems. And Ars Technica picked up on Bradley's report and got their own sources to reveal that this Deckard, this Deckard is or was a real thing being made at Valve. Now, that doesn't mean it's definitely going to be a product. That doesn't mean that Valve is still working on it at this exact moment. All it means is that at one point or another, Valve was working on a standalone VR headset with the codename Deckard. And ours, ours actually adds one more thing to the story, which is quite interesting. They said that Valve tried to get inside-out tracking to match the Oculus Quest's Oculus Insight system, but actually weren't able to, initially at least, so had to bring in an outside firm for help. And we've actually seen Valve do that before. The index about a year and a half after launch, got an update called RoomView, which let you see your room in perspective correct 3D, just like the Oculus Quests pass through. Though obviously on Index, you have those high resolution color cameras, so you get a better view of the world. But it was then depth correct. But that wasn't actually 
made by Valve. That was made by this company called Arcturus Industries. And Bradley has noticed that Arcturus Industries has also been working on the tracking of VR controllers from cameras on the headset, just like we see in Quest and in Windows Mixed Reality. To be clear, ours did not mention what this outside firm was. Their source didn't reveal that. But if we look at the fact that Valve has literally already worked with a computer vision startup for the index, I think that suggests it may be Arcturus Industries. And they typically work with outside firms to you know, help them do some of their vision, like to execute on their vision. They've done it before with their various initiatives. So it's not unheard of for them to partner. So just going back to what we were talking about before, if they did this proof of concept, did they also, what did it run? Who saw it at Valve? And did they go to the three or five manufacturers in China that they need to with a half a, billion dollar paycheck or whatever they have to pay up front to secure manufacturing for this headset that's the kind of if there was this proof of concept they had to also have been impressed enough by it that they actually went and got the manufacturing supply chain locked down and that's the question of whether that actually happened. Well, I don't know if they're there at that point, because you do remember that when Half-Life, what was the Alex Stories thing that was posted to Steam? It was Valve's little book where they had revelations from the development of the Final Alex. Hours. Final Hours, that was it. One of the things they mentioned in Final Hours was that before Index, they'd actually built a proof of concept of a headset, which they got mm. to the point of where they would start to look for manufacturers for and realized, oh dear, this thing would cost upwards of $3,000 to build, so then cancel it and move to Index. So it's unclear I love whether that. Deckard has gone through this yet. I, I love that. I'm, I'm glad he brought it up because I think about it often. They called it Vader, I think it was, Vader, like this, yeah. this helmet thing. And thinking about what features might have been built in Half-Life Alex alongside of that and then had to be stripped out because they realized that the vision for the headset wasn't going wasn't gonna to go there. And the, I'm alluding to this possibility that eye tracking could have been in that headset and that would have dramatically changed the throwing mechanics of Half-Life Alex if it had actually shipped in that headset. Yeah, it's really interesting to think of if this thing was $3,000 or upwards that it would have cost to really ship it as a product, what exactly was in it? But one of the interesting things here is, so I, I think Bradley really does have good evidence that Valve is working on a standalone headset and that this headset... One of the things that it may have, Bradley found a VR link driver was added to Steam VR with code referencing a Wi-Fi 6 driver. And when this update actually shipped, presumably Valve put this in accidentally, it actually broke some of the HTC Vive wireless setups. So I think there's more evidence here. It's a driver file with Wi-Fi 6, a new Steam VR feature called VR link, and it breaks wireless. So I think this headset could also stream pc vr from your pc wirelessly just like we see with oculus link and with virtual desktop before it though one of the the thing i think here is i'm not sure that this headset's going to ship anytime soon and the last thing that the ars technica report mentioned was that they claim valve has begun i'm quoting here valve has begun dedicating its manufacturing lines to the steam deck portable console and so ars technica kind of doubt that they have the capacity to at this time start producing simultaneously a vr headset because it's even harder to manufacture than a steam deck and the steam deck is already back ordered until nine months from now at least so if you're getting something that you also have to add in optical assemblies and exotic displays and do a lot more qa is that something they can do soon so I, my kind of assessment on this just to sum up and, and finish here is that i think it seems highly likely that Valve is working on a standalone hybrid VR headset. But what I don't think is that it's poised to launch after Facebook Connect or anything like that. I think this is something that we're looking at the second half of next year at the earliest. But isn't that what's beautiful about this? Is that it doesn't have to be launched. It just has to be announced to cause the kerfuffle in the industry that we'll expect this headset to do. It just needs to be discussed. It just They need to do a couple renders, a couple camera flybys with some slick designs and some fancy music, and then a coming soon, and then let the world speculate until the cows come home. 
if Facebook, yeah, if Facebook announces, this is like the the reason there's this gap between expectations and what actually is going to happen is there's the the people out there that want Facebook Valve to mount a co- competitive product as quickly as possible for what Facebook is doing, and it's how prepared they actually are for it. And we don't know how prepared they are, but at the end of this month with Facebook Connect, it's very likely we will get at least the expectation of a couple game announcements coming to the Quest platform. And what I really wonder if we'll see out of Facebook is some kind of comment from Mark Zuckerberg hinting at how many years of support they're planning to give the Quest 2 system. So if they come out and say, you can expect security updates and the latest software for your Quest 2 into the year 2024 or 2025. That would actually be a a big thing to really indicate to people that this is a platform they plan to sell for a very long time and could really convince people to go out and buy the headset. If you're announcing games that are going to come out for the Quest 2 system two years from now, why can't Valve go and do the same with this system, to your point, Kyle? Yeah, and uh, I just want to say, Abzar, uh, thank you very much for always appreciating my humor. To have gravy on your kerfuffle, that definitely. Lot, lots of pepper in the gravy, though. Definitely. But somebody is uh, void of, or James says, uh, Valve avoids that marketing strategy because without a date and the product being 90% ready is burn them in the past. I get that. I get that. And you know what? That, that's a really valid point. I, I'm wondering if maybe I'm I'm projecting onto Valve what I would do if I had something like this coming down and I wanted to steal some thunder from another another manufacturer. I, I don't know. It still could be possible, though, that maybe Valve has more of this done than we know. Or maybe Ars back. Technica is wrong. Who knows? The idea of what if this is Valve's marketing strategy? What if, like in the past, Valve has actually admitted at Steam Dev Days that it does, is that it intentionally leaks out little bits of information for enthusiastic fans to pick up on and hype this. What if this is what we are already seeing right now? Because this is a lot of things to accidentally be put into Steam VR. There, there are references to this thing all over the place. Oh. It seems like either someone is not trying at all to keep this secret and accidentally shipping entire drivers out to the public Steam VR build, or Valve really did this on purpose. I think about Space Pirate Arena as this high watermark for VR experiences right now. Like, I remember when Valve did its room demo, they, they figured a room is what was a sweet spot for VR. And I think when I look at Space Pirate Trainer Arena, I see a, a larger sweet spot. And of course, one of the things that those devs told me was they started thinking about larger scale ideas as soon as there was 10 meter by t- 10 meter Steam VR tracking for them to prototype with. And I really wonder... If, about face or about valve setting itself a new kind of target for what that system should do did someone it felt like i'm desperate to kyle's point about projecting i would love to to imagine that the space pirate trainer devs out there got sent a deckard prototype from valve and they went out and played space pirate trainer arena on a quest versus a Deckard. And that's like the, that's what I want as a fan of VR, of a person who loves a game of paintball. I would love to imagine that that's actually the case. But we have no reason to believe uh, Valve is ready for that. Yeah, I think, I, mean, I guess this is maybe speculative, but I feel like one of the first people that would have gotten a Deckard dev kit or pre-release unit or whatever you call it would be Cloudhead Games, the developer of Pistol Whip and Aperture Hand Labs. And I noticed I saw Denny recently when he got his Steam Deck, just post a video where he's trying to get very quickly without making many modifications, Pistol Whip running on it. And I don't know, it feels to me like if he really had a Steam VR headset standalone that he wouldn't be posting a video like that or he would have already been doing that work so it wouldn't be something he just started. It's just, I, I just see no evidence of any developer having one of these. And we've actually seen in the past when Valve was sending its Knuckles uh, controllers, the prototype for the index controllers, developers were allowed to talk about it, or at the very least, for a while, they were allowed to post a box and say, I got something from Valve. Valve doesn't typically do hyper-restrictive NDAs, at least not in the past, though perhaps with its new hardware strategy and if it's very serious about taking on Facebook, it 
could be doing it's too competitive it's too competitive to let the info out there before it's ready in this instance like this is Valve's secret sauce that they're actually going to try to sell and use as a, as a market secret. There's, there's always leaks. there was photos. Yeah, yeah. See, there's always just enough out there for confirmation of an existence. Not necessarily people divulging. I'm not saying people are breaking NDAs. I'm just saying that there's uh, enough buzz that there's confirmation of existence. And right now, they could have called it the Valve Red Herring. Instead of Deckard, and it would have had just as much of an impact on, on all of us. I, I don't know. I it, it it could even be though, like you said, there's the, that whole concept of the Vader headset. This might not ever be a Let's, real. So I want to throw it out there that like HTC has done the attachments thing for its VR headsets, and what we're hearing out of Quest, this Quest Pro theor- theorizing that's going out that that sometime Facebook is going to do a Quest Pro, and it's very likely to have uh, eye trackers and face trackers because that's exactly what Mark Zuckerberg wants. He he said so. He said exactly that. What about Valve doing an Index Two near term to add those sensors to the Steam VR platform to, as part of what Steam VR recognizes and processes? And if Facebook wants to pass those APIs over from their Quest Pro over to Steam VR, they can. And you can get those more expressive avatars over in your Steam VR games. Or maybe there's a, a fight there over APIs and, and whatnot. But again, these headsets serve as API tools for devs to build on. There was that year. We have to go back to remember that year of development that happened. Maybe it was more like a year and a half for some devs. Building those first generation of room scale games with development hardware that was just sent out to them, you've got to do the same thing, in my opinion, for eye tracking, face tracking, and full body tracking. And what we've seen out of the the five puck situation is because it's such an expensive added on accessory, nobody's really adopting it as like an API for devs at home. And I think uh, Valve needs to recognize that as soon as a Quest Pro hits, if it has the eye trackers and the face trackers, that is going to be a a dev API that people are going to use. And maybe Steam needs to offer its own version. I'm just going to come out and say it, that no matter what is current, real right now, what is there is a very strong possibility that in the first half of 2022, or even the second half of 2022, who knows, sometime next year, within a year, we will have possibly a new Oculus headset, a new HTC headset, a new Valve headset. Is this is this a generational jump here? Are we ready to call this that this could be a next level? Are we all leveling up here? Is that what's happening? Is it possible? Uh, I think that. Yeah, Quest 2 marks marked a generation for me in my head. I don't know, Quest 1, it's so hard. It depends who whose platform you're talking has like, we're at the, the Palm Pilot era of VR. I yeah. always hate those analogies. I don't know. I tried, I've tried working, like, yeah, I put it in that editorial that, like, Quest 2 is becoming a personal computer, but it's not there yet. This stuff might be, like, the handspring trio. Minute upgrade, but not a huge step forward. Maybe. Maybe really, color screen. It depends. You. The red lights on. Were we talking about secrets again? I don't think we were this time. Yeah. 
No, I don't think we were talking about any secrets. Just because we know we can't tell them. Yeah, they're trying to come up. I, I was ju- I was imagining this. Everyone's all freaked out because it's been like half a day now of no Facebook? hackers. Did hackers take Facebook down? Did, yeah. did someone do a fight club to Facebook? DDoS. Um, that's, that's the naughty word that everybody keeps saying on Twitter yeah. now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we're back. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're back. back. I don't know. Ian, do you want to? Jump into I don't that remember. Last... I've like yeah, I'm now like yeah. I just yeah. did the hackers come for us? I was just I don't know. This, this I don't know. You know what I think it was? Time coming in here. I, like I think it was because here and... it was because I didn't say anything about Link's headset or Deca Gear coming out next year as well. The uh, new players, things that are going to stop Ian from us too on the Steam survey. It's Pac Manning, man. It's going to be a Pac Man. Do you not I see the Pac Man? It's going to Pac Man. Pac Man dies and he, he goes no. back. No, it's going. It's closing. Yeah, it's, the Pac Man's yeah. closing. Well, all right. Heaney, what do you think? Yeah, I was just going to, just to continue this idea of what is a generation. Again, it depends who you ask and it's subjective and it is a, a semantics thing at the end of the day. But I, to me, all of the headsets we have to do in the Quest 2 are still first generation. And the reason I say that is because they all use basically the same optical system. You have one or two LCD displays that are roughly smartphone sized in about 10 or yeah, 10 centimeters or so in front of Fresnel lenses or hybrid Fresnel lenses or aspheric lenses that are optically very similar to Fresnel lenses. For me, the next generation of VR comes when they're able to replace that with different types of lenses in front of a micro display or some other display technology that's in the works. And the reason I say that is because it is the display technology and that kind of optical setup that really defines how these headsets can be built and the shape of them and the kind of general experience of using one of these headsets. Because every headset so far that you see, the reason that they all have this, you know, kind of face box design and shape and the lenses have roughly the same field of view, somewhere between 90 and 110. And in general, the image, while it may improve in terms of resolution, there's a very similar feel to it. And the experience of using the VR is the same because it's still that same optical system of an LCD display 10 centimeters in front of the lenses that we see in headsets today. And I noticed that some people have speculated that perhaps this Deckard headset could use micro displays and a different type of lenses and we don't have anything concrete on whether that's possible but to me that's how it would be a next generation i don't think we're going to see a next generation htc next year though because htc have just launched their next generation products their pc headset vive pro 2 just came out and so did their vive focus 3 standalone headset and that's why earlier i expect we'll see glasses from htc it'd be odd for them to just a few months later somehow ship a next generation but yeah hey if- we never know the the hackers took Ian, he, he has been, somebody has absconded with Ian here. He is gone. May he rest in digital pieces, wherever he may be. So as usual, go to up this news, reviews, comments, and interviews in the VR industry. And uh, check out our YouTubes and subscribe and smash the buttons and all the other things and ring that bell. And that song, ring my bell. Yeah, I'm not going to sing. Yeah, and uh, and always come back for the wonderful dad jokes not to be confused with thursday's show which doesn't have any dad jokes because it's all about games and stuff so if you're into games which i guess some of us are come check out that show as well and uh, yeah any final words of wisdom heaney no just thank you again for everyone watching there's been some great conversation in the chat as usual and uh i'll we'll join you next week again to talk more about vr hardware and industry trends Absolutely. And since Ian's not here, I'll just say check out uploadvr.com. That's, that's, that's all I can do for my Ian voice. So anyway, thank you all very much for watching. We'll see you in the future. Bye-bye.